Welcome to No Small Talk, the Arkansas Times Arts and Entertainment Podcast. It's me, Jacob Rosenberg, and I'm here with Amaya Jones. Unfortunately, Stephanie is not going to be able to make it today, so we're going to be filling in and doing it without her. But we've got a great interview coming up with Daz and Bree, Musician Showcase judges. In the meantime, I do want to recommend, go to the Musician Showcase. It's every Thursday um, at 8 p.m. at Sticky's. If you're hearing this now, you've already missed round one and two, but round three will be February 15th. And the artists will be uh, Sabin Valley, Faya Burns, Crankbait, All the Way Korean, Deep Sequence. I just want to say again, Crankbait will be there. <laughs> oh, Maya, what do you think about the name Crankbait? You know, it reminds me of the movie Crank, which... With Jason Statham? With Jason Statham. Uh, I just want to point out that he said, reminds me of the movie Crank. And I correctly said the Jason Statham film Crank. Which means that I have a problem and I pay way too much attention to Jason uh, Statham films. Maybe, but I mean, so it reminds me of something that would be like high energy and just like nonstop. And... If, crank, if Crankbait was a smooth jazz band, would you be disappointed? Yes. If, what if Crankbait played like Kenny G jazz, like Muzaki jazz? No, I, don't, I wouldn't approve. I would not approve either. So Crankbait, please come, bring fire. So we've got Daz and Bree. We got all the musician showcase news coming up. But before we go too much into that, we missed out. Or I wanted to inform you that we're not going to have interviews from round one. I wasn't able to go to the musician showcase from round one, but we should have interviews from round two next week. And those interviews are going to be just little little vignettes, snippets from the bands from musician showcase. I'm going to go tonight and make sure we get those interviews. But sorry, I don't have those this week. Oh my, is there anything else that we missed that we're going to have on the show this week? We got. This wonderful interview. I think we should just get to it, right? Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right, welcome back. Uh, we've got Daz and Bree in uh, the studio today to talk a little bit more about the Musician Showcase. Yeah. Awesome. So let's just start way back last year when y'all won. <laughs> All the way a year ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're judges, but you won last year. So um, what was it like during that process last year from... Let's go from the first show. Like, what was it like when you were doing that semifinal round? You know, what are the feelings when you were going into that? Uh, nervous, a little. And I think we were one of the few bands who had no idea what to expect. Because um, mm-hmm. the other people that we kind of talked to, they were like, yeah, we did it last year. So we kind of went in blind. And it was our first show with the the group of people that we had in our band. So that was it was all just new. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was your first time doing the Musician Showcase last year when y'all won it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so how big is the band, by the way? Um, We are five-piece. Yeah, we're five-piece. Five-piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, I forgot to do this part. You're Daz and I'm you're Bree. Yeah. <laughs> we should identify your voices. Yeah. So you... Daz, Bree. Perfect. I'll go a little higher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, y'all can harmonize. That would be great. <laughs> so when you were going into it, did you have songs that you knew you wanted to play that would work well live versus better in studio and kind of stuff like that? Like, how did you think about that process going to it? Yeah. Well, we really wanted to push that we are rock because mm-hmm. we're rock and soul. Yeah. But being um, an all black band, we really wanted to stress the rock because people look at us and think R and B, you know, mm-hmm. or hip hop. Which no nothing against those, but we really wanted to stress rock, rock, rock. So we knew that we were definitely going to start with hard hitting banging cymbals crashing we wanted people to know like we want to rock (laughs) so for sure um and we had just released our first album december of 2016 so we had that what it was like 11 11 track album so we had some music to work with Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to rework that into an awesome live show so Mm -hmm. luckily 
we were blessed to have some creative musicians that were along for the ride for that, so it really helped out a lot. Yeah. What does it feel like to be a band watching all the other bands go and you go to the other rounds and stuff like that? How's that process feel? Like? It was for me. I think the first band that I saw um, that we were competing against was the France. So oh. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" And then you know their bio was like, like did "They he played yeah. guitar upside down or he?" Yeah, and they were like, "This band has played two hundred shows, and oh, we no. had played like six. <laughs> and we were like, oh, "What did we get ourselves into?" So it was, it was, it was a thrill though. It was, it was nerve wracking. It was a little scary because we were so new, but it was, it was exciting. Yeah. And I did not. I did not watch any <laughs> anybody else because they would have gotten in my head and yeah. I would have been shaking. <laughs> so I, she's different from me because I was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to read about it. So I just want to get up there and do what I can do. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about the Musician Showcase as sort of like a little portal into the little rock scene a little bit. Yeah. How was, you know, when you look at the Musician Showcase last year, or maybe now sort of as judges, which you all are this year, what does it kind of show you about Little Rock's music scene, if, if anything? That's kind of a hard question. Uh, no. Hmm. I would say you don't even realize the amount of talent that that Arkansas has just packed in such a small state. Yeah. And then Little Rock is so supportive. That's what I've noticed because the showcase kind of just launched us to do different festivals and different shows. And I think had we not won the showcase, we wouldn't have been blessed with the opportunities that we have which, I mean, we could just be in a different place this year. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see the support just yeah. from Little Rock. So let's talk about post-showcase. <laughs> like, you know, y'all were like six shows in, started mm-hmm. to get your feel as a band, and starting to really coalesce the, the sound, like you said, which was rock and R&B, but more rock-heavy than sometimes you see. Yeah. So, so what kind of happens after the showcase when you win it? What, what would you describe as sort of that year afterwards like been like? A blur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely multiplied the amount of shows that we played. Twenty seventeen. I I don't even remember how many. It was more than six. maybe ten times. Yeah. <laughs> more shows. Yeah. But um, it's it's been awesome. We we get bookings every week. I don't want to jinx it, but yeah. we've been, we've thank been, you. We've been pretty booked up, so it's just it definitely exposed us to a different realm yeah a different realm of performance stuff that we didn't even know was happening in the city mm-hmm. um and then we get asked to play or stuff that we looked at in 2016 we were like we would love to play that i think like one of the shows we saw john willis at pride and was like this is a really cool event we would love to play it and, and we the- messaged them about three days before like do you guys have any space oh, really? <laughs> and they're like we booked that at six months ago <laughs> yeah. but then so the, in 2017 for them to reach out to us that was just it was cool. oh that's cool so y'all played yeah, that so we got to yeah. play pride. so you messaged it the year before yeah. and then you played it a year later that's I like so cool. holiday hangout last year we worked merch yeah yeah like, oh so now you played at holiday yeah. you, worked merch. you got all the stories like yeah. a year later it was like a trade-off because we couldn't get tickets because they were sold out of course yeah, so we're like, she's like, if you work merch, I mean, you can you can come just being nice. And so we're like, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. so how is your y'all's on a more personal side? Because we also want to give just a shout out to y'all. How has your sound kind of developed? How have y'all thought of yourselves as a band developing in the past years, kind of since the Musician Showcase? Hmm. Um, I think that we've all grown and in, individually yeah. definitely uh, saw more areas where I could work as a just as a musician and as a writer. Yeah. Um, Performing was still very new for us at that part at that point. So um, I know that I I took it upon myself to do like a lot of studying just to make our show interesting. So you're not coming and just listening to what you can hear on our album. Yeah. So 
so you kind of think about the show as different than just writing a song for the album. Yeah, like, how can we make this like, a live album or yeah, live wanna, performance? We, I know that Bree and I, we, we want that to really be an experience because we want you to buy the album, but yeah. we want you to come back to the show too. Yeah. And so we really take it, um, take time to plan that out so that each show even doesn't feel like the last one if you've come to more than one. Yeah. And, and y'all are playing a lot. I mean, like almost every weekend, it feels like you're in, playing around Little Rock in some way. So. Yeah. You feel like people can come back to the show and get something new each time, kind of with y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So on the horizon, is there anything sort of y'all are looking at? It sounds like you're playing a lot of live shows right now. Is there another record on the horizon? Sort of what's what's next? Well, we're, uh, <laughs> well, we're working on uh, putting together a tour. Wow. Because yeah. um, we have two albums, and so we just, before we release another record, we like to take these two around mm-hmm. so that we can... Wear them out in yeah. other places, and then um, um, we've started writing as well. We're not pressed to release anything like right yeah. now, but we've definitely been writing. But the priority right now is hitting the road. Yeah, and sort of getting that experience where a lot more people. Cause yeah. yeah. If someone comes to y'all's show, I think they're gonna want to keep listening and maybe buy the album. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, I hope so. We hope. We get yeah. we get good feedback, so we hope that it's it's consistent once we start. Right, it's not just our side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That fools with us. Yeah. Uh, so let's think about Music and Showcase. Y'all are the judges this year. So yeah. how did you how do you think about judging and the complicated <laughs> process of judging the bands? Especially because they're so different, you know? Yeah. Right. Like one band will be metal and the next yes. one just like doing a bass, like funk, like yeah. thing for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Because, go ahead. No, you first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything. I was just, it's just, I don't know. Because we're so fresh from actually being in it. So I'm like, Oh, they're probably so nervous. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking oh, how like, I was feeling up there, and so I try to smile a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you look at the judges and you're like, and it's like, oh, we're losing, we're losing. <laughs> I just try to be mindful of my body language, and you know, because I I know what it, I know what it feels like to be up there and have no clue of what's gonna happen when we finish. So. Yeah, but it's it's been a really. I mean, we've only one weekend and it's yeah. tonight, but it's been some awesome musicians come so through. So good, yeah, so good. I'm glad that we had last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, just the first four were yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, so <laughs> let's talk about that first night. Like, uh, I think the Rios one. Yeah, mm-hmm. how would you describe their sound? There was like a little like funky. I would say kind of. I was so taken yeah. aback when they hit that first note. I just was. I melted in my seat. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of. Um, from from uh, Fayetteville, I believe. Who? Um, don't mind help me. A youth pastor. Youth pastor. Oh, they sounded like youth pastor. Well, well, a like little Marvin bit. Gaye. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like a 60s, 70s soul vibe. Mm-hmm. And it, it just felt like when they started playing, I saw the beach and mm-hmm. like the ocean. I wanted to get up and dance. I wanted to get up and dance. That's so. awesome. I was like, these guys are good time. Yeah, it's awesome. And they sounded, they sounded like polished and rehearsed like it was they just what made me happy it. was uh their facial expressions when mm-hmm. they were the bass player was just like <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that he was like that little head nod to yeah. <laughs> he was playing like he loved it so i had no choice but to love it you yeah. know he yeah. made me believe it well you're making me realize and i don't think about this much when i go to shows but like the facial expression all of that matters a lot more yeah. in the live performance than sometimes it yeah, does. people might realize. so looking forward sort of Give the pitch on why people should come to Musician Showcase. It sounds like, you know, there's good bands. There's been good bands so far. Is there anything you would say specifically about Coney Musician Showcase and why you liked it and why it's great? I mean, first of all, it's only $5. And you get to see four bands. And a lot of these bands are not from Little Rock. 
So you can see bands here that are that you probably wouldn't travel to normally, and and it exposes you to a lot of music. Just yeah, it's like a once. mini festival. Yeah, with yeah, good music, perfect, like great drinks. Yeah, yeah it's five dollars. Yeah, right. So I mean, it it's awesome. It really is. And y'all will be there in the crowd. And so if we'll anyone wants, yeah, yeah. So yeah, take, take a <laughs> perfect. So look out for Daz and Bree, yeah. and uh, come to the musician showcase. And then next week we're gonna be talking to more judges. And we'll be kind of recapping what happens each week. All right. Um, we're going to now go to the recommendations and then Stephanie's blues for the week. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to the very delightful. I, I, no other word can truly capture how lovely it was to talk with Daz and Bree. I thought yes. that went great. Yeah, I think it was, it was beautiful. That was nice. Um, so Stephanie's still not here, so I have no idea why I threw to the idea that Stephanie was going to give you the move for the weekend. But we've got some recommendations, and I'll do my hackneyed version of the move, the one thing that you should do for the weekend. Before we get into any of that, we've been meaning to talk about this for the longest. We need to talk about the fact that ACS is doing some awesome stuff right now, Arkansas Cinema Society, and you should check it out. Uh, the first thing that we both missed, because it was sold out and we couldn't get tickets... Yeah. I should have pulled the press pass thing is and then there was Joe or then there was Joe or yeah uh, and and that was you know as, as a film directed by an Arkansas native um, and it was actually I think it's the first ACS event that I didn't get to go to it's, uh, I think Justin Warren is his name he's from uh, Arkansas he lives in LA he went to UCS films uh-huh. USC film school I think um, yeah. yeah and I mean I don't also know a lot about the film but I've said I, was, I missed it when I went to buy tickets it was already sold out so. yeah so I looked up a little bit. I've read a few interviews about it. I'm basically, it's it's a pretty interesting story. Um, he grew up, and uh, it's based a little bit off his life. It's his one of his his mom is a juvenile judge. I think his dad is a lawyer. I, I'm not positive on that. And then one of his uh, brothers, I believe, is incarcerated. And so it was like kind of about him, straight laced, and his and then his brother, who's a little bit wayward, stuck in a house together. And it was a fictionalized version of them in this house together. So in the film, it is him playing a character like himself in a suburban house in Little Rock, stuck with his brother who's recently been released from prison. He's played by a comedian. And so um, it, it, it plays like a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I would say that in the film review I saw in the Democrat Gazette by Phil Martin, it basically they discussed, you know, it is a little bit student film. You know, he's still pretty young. I think he just yeah. came out of um, USC film school. But it sounds like a great story, and I really want to check it out. But more importantly, I would say, than that specific film, and I don't want to disregard that film. We're going to get into it and talk about it once we both get a chance to see it and talk with um, Justin, um, is that it's really cool to see Arkansas Cinema Society move from bringing in Adam Driver, bringing in outside people, and starting to uh, litter, you know, actually litter the environment of arkansas with films and with filmmaking opportunities and that's that's a really important step for us right now i feel like in little rock and in arkansas right yeah like they they said it from the beginning that one of their goals was to sort of uh bring or sort of like tear down the barriers the idea of like of of filmmaking is something that like is not supposed to be a part of, of us of arkansas and so uh i think yeah it's good to see that them doing breaking down doing some other kinds of things and so March 3rd is coming up as their next screening. which Let's, is, let's uh, put, fold that into a recommendation. Yeah. So this yeah. was a long segue to say yeah. we recommend this thing on March yes. 3rd. Yeah, so March 3rd they're screening The Phantom of the Opera, the 1920-something version with Lon Chaney, uh, with a live organist. 
And unfortunately, I won't be there because I'll be in Columbia, Missouri for the Three Falls Film Festival. Yeah. But before I realized that there was a scheduling conflict, I was so excited about this screening that I went ahead and bought tickets. When I was in SCAD, you know, they had a film festival there. And one year they showed Phantom of the Opera, this, this version, the silent version of Phantom of the Opera, with a group called the Alloy Orchestra. So they played live over it. And it was one of the most uh, amazing screenings of, of film that I've ever been to. It really? See, yeah, it seemed like a, a silent film with a real orchestra, even though it was a four-piece. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just playing the score to the to the, the film yeah. as you're watching it. Check that out. I mean, Arkansas Cinema Society is doing some great things. I mean, we first really met and started chatting when we were at the ACS event with Adam Driver and mm. David Lowry and stuff. So you should definitely check that out. I'll make another recommendation. I mean, you got to read the Quincy Jones interview. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude, for a while, has been doing these great things called In Conversation for New York Mag. We recommend it. The Erica Badu interview. We recommended the TJ Miller interview. And I don't want to be too much of a... I was into it before it was cool. But before everyone was talking about the Quincy Jones interview, I was telling you, read the New York Mag in conversation pieces. That's where that's where the good stuff is. Now, you see, the crowning achievement of our lifetime. <laughs> this interview with Quincy Jones is, is crazy. It is bonkers. Like, go check it out. Quincy Jones implies that... A mobster killed Kennedy and he can't reveal the secrets he knows. It involves Hillary Clinton when he talks about that. Quincy Jones goes all over the map. I don't want to ruin it. Just read the Quincy Jones interview in New York Magazine. I mean, it's just, incredible. Just for some context, you know, he is 85 and can kind of say whatever he wants. No one can contain him. Yeah. So th that, th I think, is freedom to say a lot of things that he probably wouldn't have said. Quincy me. Jones has broken free of the bonds of caring what other people think <laughs> and... We congratulate him on his actualization. I hope that I get there somewhere someday too. He also believes some crazy theories about the world, and I'm very excited for you all to read that. The other recommendation, let's see. Oh, we got to talk about the puppy. You know, we didn't we didn't talk about the puppy. Omaya has a new puppy, and it's causing havoc in his life because it is a monster. Well, his name is Bacchus. Uh, like Bacchanalia, like the party, yes. like the wildness. And he likes to chew on things. He's a teething little puppy. Um, he's in my house. He's been pretty good in terms of you know going outside, but at other people's homes, in my house specifically, yes, at Benji's uh, house more accurately. Yeah. <laughs> he he's he's he likes to get into things. Yeah, he likes to get yeah. in trouble. He likes to fight other dogs, and he's well, he's playing. He's learning how to play with. It's, other a, dogs. it's a biting play. I've recommended multiple times that you need to get a spray bottle and spray this dog in the face, but. Nowadays, everyone believes in positive reinforcement. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's dangerous to just, a little spray bottle. A little spray bottle, a little vodka <laughs> spray with some water, right? It's good. Uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll see. I, I might be too lenient. No, you know? you're probably right. I'm probably uh, wrong with my cowboy moose with my spray bottle. But, so the new puppy, overall it's going well though. Yeah. This dog is so cute. For now. He's going to be so big. <laughs> He's a Pyrenees, right? He's a Pyrenees mix, so he could easily reach 100, 120 pounds. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's going to be a big dog. Uh, last recommendation, check out the Sof uh, Sophia Kennedy's whole album. It's a self-titled album, but specifically the song William by the Windowsill. I'm not going to go too much into it. She's an artist, I think, from Germany, but she's really great, and um, I think you'll like that a lot. Now, normally we'd say, Stephanie, what's the move for the weekend? What is the one thing that you recommend? But Stephanie does not have a move for this weekend. So I will now inhabit Stephanie. I've read the to-do list, the wonderful to-do list that Stephanie prepares every week. And I think the best thing you could do is go to South on Main on Saturday, 9 p.m., 
and see Shannon McNally. I've never heard of Shannon McNally. Supposedly, Stephanie says, the Thacker Mountain Radio Hour in Oxford, Mississippi was her first introduction to Shannon McNally, but most people probably know her from being in the liner notes of Dr. John, Bobby Charles, John Mellencamp, Sun Vault, Jim Dickinson, who's from Arkansas. That group of bands right there was told me that this show is going to be awesome. If you want to get excited for the Shannon McNally show, you should check out Banshee Moan. It's McNally's own smoky ode to the feminine experience about what she says on the label's website. I wrote that a, that a ways back, previous to the rebirth of the women's movement, we've seen of late. I'm so thrilled to see women truly engaged and pissed off again. So if you like that kind of music, if you like that kind of message that Shannon McNally's bringing, go check out that show Saturday, South on May, 9 p.m. I think... I think we've done it. I think we've successfully made a podcast. Is there anything that we've missed? Uh, I think we covered it all. We covered it all. It's all been covered. All right, so definitely go check out the Magician Showcase, the Shannon McNally Show. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that now that I think about it. Um, Get excited for some Arkansas Cinema Society stuff and go listen to and buy uh, Daz and Bree stuff because they deserve your support. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. 